Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 201, recorded live on Saturday, April 8th, 2011. And here are your hosts, the man who's been busy with school, Dave Play. Hello. And the man who's been busy with potatoes, Andy Lohi. Potatoes. Boil them, mash them, put them in a stew. Portal 2 without the R... L or W. Yes. I was going to go for the Boil and Mash and Put Him in a Stew. That, that song that some guy mixed together from the Lord of the Rings movies. Okay. You ever, you've never seen that? It's the, no. I'm going to have to hunt down that YouTube video and then show you. No, you're not. Yes, I <laughs> don't am. have no, because I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> Potatoes. Potatoes, Lord of the Rings song. Ha ha. Okay. I already found it. That's fine. I'll add it to the links. No, why? It'll put why? something there. Potatoes song. Yes, I um, have been busy trying to help out with the continuation of the Valve alternate reality game, or augmented reality game, whatever you call it. It has been going on for two weeks now. Uh-huh. 16 days. Yep. <laughs> Is in tight. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So how early are we going to get Portal, Andy, since it's not out yet? <laughs> well, at the current rate of speed... Um, hold on, let me open up the website. Uh, about seven hours early. Really? Yeah. Because I'm getting it at a day ahead. Hmm. I'm using hasportal2launchedyet.com. What does their projected launch time say? Uh, approximately 42 hours to go. 29 minutes? Uh, 42 hours, 34 minutes. Ah. That is 1.1 days ahead of schedule. Hmm. My add-on is not helping. <laughs> but, okay. So, I don't remember where I finished off last week with the, the thing, but there were glyphs inside each of the games that led to other games, and so you would have to do something crazy in the game in order to open up a login screen, and the password for that login screen was in another game, so it was a lot of going around in circles. That opened up a lot of zip files that included concept art. Um, the concept art actually had hinted images in them, because they were sneaky with the alpha channels, mm-hmm. which are, Dave, what are alpha channels? Alpha channels is yeah. like transparency channels. Which means... Well, if you turn the alpha up, the item becomes non-transparent. Oh. If your alpha is set to zero, the item is completely transparent. Okay. So it's they... there, it just doesn't show. So it literally was invisible. Yeah. Until somebody turned up the alpha channel and said, On oh, look. Image, yeah. So all of these concept art images that came from this huge zip file that everybody had to find login screens for um, were spots around Seattle. And people were like, okay, it's a little odd. But um, if you plotted out these locations, it spelled out a random word. I do believe the word was Nellipot, N-E-L-I-P-O-T. Okay. Yeah, that was also confusing, but um, it led to a Steam group called Nellipot. That's where that name came from. Okay. Yes. Um, and also a Steam user called Nellipot who had pictures of Portal 1 on his mm-hmm. screenshots of Portal 1 on his Steam account. But when you actually clicked the uh, pictures, they were actually pictures from Portal 2 instead of oh. Portal 1. And in the pictures on the wall, the panels were a little off-colored. There which a, led to... A QR code which led to a countdown website 
which led to our topic, GLaDOS at home. So all this thing came down to a countdown thing that was happening Friday morning. And then it's like, oh, the, the thing literally said at one point, April Fool's. Because mm-hmm. we all thought, oh, sweet, countdown clock means we're at the end. Like, there's no oh, more clues. There's a release. Yay! There, there was no more clues to figure out. Well, there are clues to figure out still. There's one of the levels we just guessed what the password was, because nobody could figure out how to find the password in the game. Really? Yeah. Even the developer on his blog, when he was talking about the stuff that's in the, the ARG game. There's stuff in-game, there's stuff that's real life. Yeah. When he was talking about the in-game stuff, he talked about these tentacles that nobody had any idea what was going on. It's because nobody in the ARG figured out the tentacles. <laughs> we, just, we just figured out the password, like, oh, it's probably from over here, but do we need to figure it out? No, we've got the password, oh. moving on. <laughs> Oops. Well, oh, my gosh. What was really funny is... Um, Two things. One, partway through last week, the ARG game basically melded into real life a bit because there were people in the IRC chat room talking about the ARG who suddenly became part of the ARG, were quote-unquote taken over by GLaDOS. And so they would start spouting nonsense and they would leave and their Steam accounts would be hacked and they would be changed. And even the wiki at one point got hacked by GLaDOS. That was a little freaky. There There was a time where nobody trusted anybody. Which just, I mean, I could see Valve kind of rolling around in their office laughing. It's like, okay, let's take some of the big important people from the uh, ARG and make them disappear. Throw everybody else into chaos. Yep. But by then it had already moved past where, like, that was almost the end. Yeah. I thought it might have just been just a stalling tactic. But this last puzzle, we couldn't really figure out about the um, stuff with Seattle because it wasn't really spelling out anything. But there was somebody called the Watcher, quote-unquote, who started posting stuff to the wiki. He was talking about, oh, it's this, that, and the other thing. Mm. Trying to point us in the right direction. Valve stepping in, saying, hey, uh... You're this close. Why don't you just try and figure out this last little bit? Yeah. So that was one interesting thing. Another interesting thing was um, Defense Grid, one of the games that Dave actually played. Uh, One of the two I own. Um, In the game, there was a, basically a version of Nim, which mm-hmm. is, yeah, it's, it's the game where you take away, like, you can do it with matchsticks. The object is you can either take away, like, one or two or three matchsticks. Oh, but, yeah, and whoever moves last wins. Yeah. So it's a version of that. Whoever um, is Whoever moves the last wins, and nobody could beat it. And so somebody's like, well, why don't we just have the computer play itself? Because the board always started out the same. So you'd start up one version of the game, window it, minimize it, start up another version of the game, and, and you get to choose... keep entering who goes where. Yeah, one game you pick first, another game you pick second, so the computer will go first in one match, and so since you're going first in the other, you just do what the computer did, and so the computer played itself through two games, so you're going to win one of them. Yep. So the developer saw that and went, uh, no, and then came out with a super version which was the same thing, except they randomized the board. Ouch. <laughs> but you don't need to play the super version to do the I beat it for real. No. That's the one, that's the one problem they did. It's like, oh, they're cheating. Okay. We'll make it harder so you can't cheat. Except we'll forget about the password so you can actually type in the password without playing the game. Yep. Oh. Oops. But that, that was... There was a lot of cursing on the IRC channel when, uh, when we realized, oh, crap, we have to do this again, and they're not allowed to play the computer against itself. So somebody I mean, had to have surprise. beaten it. 
Well, it's a solved game. Well, it's a variation on a solved game. This version I couldn't no, find any it, equation Andy, for. This has to be solved because the computer wins. Yeah. So somebody figured it out. Somebody was able to beat the computer, get the password, and then tell everybody else what the password is. Yep. And so now we're at GLaDOS at Home, which basically involves people playing all of the games, trying to get yep. Portal 2 release early. The, so if you've got any of the games from the Potato Pack, if you have a Steam account you have any of the games, load up a game and just let it run in the background. Except for the wonderful end of the world. That one we've already figured out. Yeah, yeah that one's done. That one's Which, done. I, I, let me tell you about some of these games. Go for it. I like Defense Grid. That's fun. It's tower I defense. told you it was. I know, and I'm actually liking it, especially the uh, portal level itself. That was fun. Oh, God. Yeah, but when... So in, in the portal level, there's two streams that come in. There's a, a regular, typical tower defense, and then there's a rush. <laughs> and the first time that rush hit, I was just sitting there going, like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, that that's the one where you have to use the backspace to move back a save point, and you're like, okay, putting Two. guns down here. Yep. Although I actually almost survived the rush without even intending to survive the rush. Really? I had a front line of cannons that were all upgraded to at least level two. Ah, okay. So by that point, you know, they'd start coming in, which would be like, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> oh, so, so Killing Floors, uh, basically a Left for Dead clone. Uh, I'm oh, I I don't know what it is. I'm not a big fan of most multiplayer games, probably because I don't have the a core group of people to play them with. You should get Magicka and play it with me. Oh, I have Magicka, but um, there are 13 other games. Oh, I'm trying just play. to get through. Look at it this way: Portal Two is coming out Tuesday, no matter what. So have fun and don't work, and just play Magicka with me. But the potatoes, there's supposed to be something special if you get all 36 potatoes. and I'm Get a golden at, potato. I'm, what am I at, potato-wise, currently as we speak? You, no, literally, you get a golden potato. That's and it. something else. And something else? Yes. They haven't oh. said what it is, but it's not a hat. Well, if it's just a thing that says you're a golden potato, that would just be ridiculous. But I am okay. at 24 to 27 right now. I've got t- literally the 28th potato paused at the moment because <laughs> there is no save in Amnesia, which is one of the other games, which, mind you, I would not play this game any other time other than to get this potato. Because it is potato farming. It's This game um, is basically a horror game. I'm not a big fan of horror games. Isn't Amnesia the one where all you do is run away? Yes. Like you, you have no weapons. There's no weapons. You can't beat the bosses. If a, if a monster comes after you, you either have to hide, barricade yourself in a room, or, or just run. run. So, yeah, that's... Oh, it's, it's, there's people dying all the time. It's, ah. A fun one, though, is Cogs, which is a slidey, pu- a slidey puzzle with gears and pipes and such. It has a very... Um, Steampunk sort of feel to it. Mm-hmm. Rush is... I don't know how to describe Rush. It's um, kind of like a traffic directing game where you have boxes that are rolling around the map and you have to put basically traffic direction signs to control the boxes so they don't hit each other and they get into the finishing spot. It's interesting. Audio Surf, I believe we've actually talked about before. Yes. That one, it seems I'm actually better at than Dave on this one On that one damn song. (laughs) That took me a hundred minutes to play because I had not loaded up Audio Surf beforehand. So (laughs) 
I so know exactly. I know exactly how long it took me to beat that level. Oh, the wonderful end of the world is a Katamari clone. It's okay. Its collision detection is a little pain in the butt because sometimes you'll want to jump, but it won't think that you're on the ground yet, so it won't jump, and you'll just roll right off the edge. Not good. Yep. Uh, what else do we got? Uh, Meat one, Boy, which Super is a Meat Mario Boy. clone. Yeah, I was sucking at that one. That one, I will honestly say I cheated just to get to the save point by downloading somebody else's save point. Because I tried to play the... I got past the first three levels, and after that, I was just dying, and I'm like, screw this. Granted, I don't have a uh, controller, which in the beginning of the game, they literally say, you should be using a controller in more words or less. <laughs> um, one, two, three, kick it's kind of like audio surf. It's a music game. Try and collect things. That's about it. Uh, what else we got? The ball. Oh, the ball is actually kind of fun. Think of it sort of like the weighted companion ball from Portal 2, or the Portal challenge map. Yeah. With a, kind of like a gravity gun sort of thing. It's a giant ball, and you control it with this gun. You can push it away from you. You can pull it towards you. And it's a it's a giant platformer puzzle game. Hmm. Which the portal versions of that game are actually really fun. It's GLaDOS talking about how you're destroying ancient Mayan uh, turrets, and all the uh, the school children are gonna just when they go to the museum are instead just gonna see your big dusty ball. <laughs> Some other ones I actually haven't played yet, so I'll let you know about those later. But yeah, okay. so this whole big two week wiki or ARG. ARG. Wiki and IRC channel, multiple IRC channels, one for each game and for puzzle solving and cryptography and everything else. And we're going to get it a day early, 41 hours from now. So, yeah. And how much money has Valve made selling all this crap? Oh, it's ridiculous. I luckily had lots of gift certificates from my um, time spent answering surveys. So I splurged and got lots of games. Some of them I will play again. Other ones, not so much. Gift certificates to where? Um, well, it was just a basically a, a digital Visa card. Interesting. Yes. I did have to answer a lot of surveys for those, but... I'd believe it. It's like, uh, uh, what else am I going to use it on? I could buy a brand new Commodore 64. Ooh. And by brand new, I mean, um, it looks like an old Commodore 64, but it's all got brand new hardware in it. I, I don't understand the... Okay, so the new Commodore 64, it's got a yes. 1.8 gigahertz dual-core processor, an optional Blu-ray player, and a built-in Ethernet and HDMI ports. It runs Linux, but you can install Windows if you want. will sell for 250 to $900. Depending on internals? Yes. Okay. The Blu-ray player is probably going to cost another 100 150 bucks at least. I... I I I like the idea of having your computer inside your keyboard. That way, you can take it with you, no problem. It's like a laptop without the screen. Mm-hmm. Which for me, would be perfectly fine in this situation. But I don't know. What do you think, Dave? About the new Commodore sixty four, I really I, it's interesting to me that they're still around. I hadn't even realized that. Uh, I prefer. I can't say I prefer to have. More to my computer, given that I just got a tablet. I don't know. I think it might be too little too late. But it's, it's, I think first and foremost, it's basically trying to sell itself on nostalgia. Yes. That's I, I oh, would, yeah. I would wholly agree with that. Because you have all these computer people now who are so like, oh, I love the Commodore 64, or my Tandy something, 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 or my Apple 2E. Yeah, the 2E. So. But whether or not it's actually going to be worth it, mm, I don't know. 
I would they could do some really pretty cool stuff with it. Yeah. How hard would it be to upgrade that, though? Because you'd have to... You'd have to open it up. You'd, you'd have, have to have use to, very specialized stuff. You'd have to take apart your keyboard in order to upgrade your computer. I don't know. Well, but you have to take apart your computer to upgrade your computer anyways. Yeah, but it's a lot easier than... you don't. If you have thumb screws, you don't need a screwdriver or anything. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see if any of them show up at PAX. Mm, PAX. Yeah, PAX. I want to go to PAX. I miss PAX. The uh, registration's officially open. It is. Which most likely means hotels are going to be filled within the next month. So you and I got to get on that. <laughs> well, I need a job first. Oh. Remember, that's my rule. I need to yeah, be employed. Yeah, except you didn't follow that rule last year. I was employed from February until the week of. <laughs> Literally, I would have still been employed for the, that week, and then I would have been let go if I had not gone to PAX. So... <laughs> Plus, I wanted to surprise everybody. Everybody's like, oh, you're not going? I'm like, no, I don't have a job. Yeah, yeah. Ha <laughs> By everyone, you mean me? Yes. Since everyone else knew? Well, everybody found out along the trip. There was pictures of um, the PAX video from that year, which I don't know if Mo, I forgot where Mo posted it at. But there's things where people are like, wait, you're not supposed to be here? And I'm like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good times. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, if you want to uh, go to PAX, registration's open. If you want to help enforce at PAX, those applications are also open. Ooh, the enforcer applications. Yep. And there's a new thing. There is. It is called PAX Dev. Uh, If you're listening to this podcast, chances are you're not going. (laughs) Because this is definitely the industry-only insider. This is what E3 was supposed to be. Yeah. So the industry kind of wanted a spot where they could talk within the industry, not make any big announcements, not just work together as kind of professional development. And PAX had been a decent place for that, but there's tons of people trying to get your attention. There's media, there's players, there's uh, you know the retailers who are there to check out what's going on. So Penny Arcade decided let's have a second, I guess, third conference. This one will be the two days before PAX Prime. Since everybody's already going to be in town for PAX. So it'll be in Seattle. It'll be where PAX is. It'll be just the industry. Yep. There'll be no exhibition hall. No, I love this. No biz dev speed dating. <laughs> That's from C2E2. There was speed dating at that ex- uh, conference and expo. Um, no PR to- opportunities with the press. It's purely about open and honest sharing, learning, and debate. This is Robert quoting. Uh, The idea was started with friends in the game dev community asking us to host an event where they could really focus on exchanging ideas without any distractions. There are events that are great for signing your next deal or promoting your current project, but that's not PAX Dev. We're 100% focused on the craft of game development. So there's nothing else. Tickets are um, currently at $250 with at-the-door pricing of 329 and there is a max of 750 tickets. No more than that. <laughs> Nobody else gets in. So, the, yeah, this is definitely a very... I'd be very curious to... Just sit in there? Yeah, to, to go and say, like, look, just let me cover it. I won't talk to anyone. <laughs> it's like covering the, um, the GDC. The, the media is just there just to sit and watch. Mm-hmm. That's about like, it. We're not here... 
not even to go there as as media, but to go there as a potential developer and a man who consumes this and who enjoys the industry. Who also enjoys behind the industry. Right. I'd love to go and just be an observer. Yeah. And I'd say, like, look, the first time I say anything to someone, unless they come to me first, kick me out. <laughs> I will be a fly on the wall, no more, no less. <laughs> but it... Ask who. Do you need enforcers for that? <laughs> so, because yeah, there's a lot of things in this podcast that are very behind. It's about games, but there's also stuff that's kind of be- behind and in between and inside baseball. Andy, how many times have you said the word behind? I don't know. My speech today has just been bleh. Okay. You, As you noticed from the just- intro where I messed up saying something. I forgot what I already messed up on. Yeah. Just checking. I've been a little under the weather. Okay. So. And you've been staring at your computer screen for the last two weeks. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. One of the puzzles. I don't remember if we talked about it or not. <laughs> Did I talk about the Wedding March puzzle? No, I do uh, not believe so. There was an MP3 file that was sent to somebody, and it was the Wedding March, but it sounded funky. So I pop it into Adobe Audition, along with some other people who were doing it at the same time. Um, the spectrograph image, which is one way, there's two ways of looking at it. It's looking at frequencies and spectrograph, which is mm-hmm. kind of, it's like a heat map for sound. Right. So if you have a really loud high-pitched sound up in the upper part of that screen, it'll be really bright. If you have a really loud low sound down at the bottom of the screen, it'll be really bright. They had erased sound. It was just the wedding march sound, so it was a solid block because they had normalized it. It made it just a solid block of sound and erased certain frequencies so it actually spelled out words. Is, was that the there's a hole in the sky? No, um, shoot, I forgot what the answer was to that one, but it pointed to something else. But yeah, there was an actual, like, words written in there. And then another time, they actually took a spectrograph picture. I didn't even know you could do this, but you could actually take an image of a spectrograph and run it through something else, and it would turn it back into sound. Cool. Yeah, I did. It's these things that I didn't even know you could do. And people are like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 alpha channels, blah, 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 spectrographs, blah, 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 sound pictures, pictures to sound. Oh, my goodness. When geeks are on a mission, they go yep. all out. Jeez. Especially now that there are people who are writing programs to figure out exactly how long we have to wait with the games in order to um, get them. It's interesting, they're going the snowball route rather than the highest interest rate route. What they're doing is basically debt reduction. And they're going one way, I would have gone the other way, but I'm not in charge. No, you're not. I don't know who is in charge. <laughs> Never mind, I do know who's in charge. <laughs> Valve. Valve is in charge. Supposedly there's a Q&A with the Watcher at some point when it's done. Mm-hmm. I would love to... I would How love to actually just get this? some of the developers on there and just see what their when thought process was. How did, for this? How did they think of the the puzzles how do they react and the puzzles were solved one way compared to another way It'd be very interesting to see what's also really interesting is the fact that some students built a trojan horse but like not, a not virus not, no not a virus an actual full-size wooden horse that could hold 13 people really yeah their project Why? for humanities class had to have something to do with the ancient greeks okay that would be yeah okay and they didn't tell their teacher what they were up to. to do with Greeks. <laughs> they, the teacher says they had a great idea, but they wouldn't tell me what it was. So they built a giant Trojan horse and set it up right in front of the school. I never did anything like that in high school. 
Yeah, what are you guys doing? Oh, yeah, we're recreating the Trojan horse from <laughs> actual wood. I guess. How many Greeks were supposed to be hiding in the Trojan horse? Was it just 13? I, I, I don't know. Maybe Seems like that would be a very small amount. Trojan horse. Omer's honest. Men in the horse. 40 men. About. Yeah, so it would have to be a little bigger. Yeah, but still, that's... <laughs> 40 men to take down an army. That is... Yeah, I was not that um, dedicated in school. <laughs> to make a Trojan horse? Yeah. No. It's like mad props to them, because this thing... It's looks actually, really cool. Yeah, and it's supporting its own weight, which is really surprising. They have some braces and some guide wires, most likely to make sure it doesn't topple over, because I bet this would be very top-heavy. But still, they built it. Well, they reinforced... I'm looking at the picture. I mean, they reinforced it enough. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. It's, yeah, that's amusing. <laughs> What's also amusing is the fact that... Oh, crap. Did I just close the... Nope, there it is. They just made, like, their own fort. Um, this is a really... I call it a geeky... I want to see if you think this is cool or not, Dave. Okay. A wedding invite sent to you that was its own record and record player. What? It's a wedding invite that, um... It's basically made on a flex disc, flex, flex disc record, which is a thin plastic. It looks like your old vinyl. And um, the rest of it's paper, and there's a stylus built into the paper. And when you put the stylus in there and you actually spin it by hand, you can play the record. Cool idea, not cool way to invite people to your wedding. Unless you are, like, a musician and you are marrying another musician. Well, um, let's see, the... The wedding is for Mike and Karen. Uh, Karen advocates for the rights of programmers, inventors, and coders as a lawyer. And mm-hmm. she also does it for DJs on her own time. And Mike is a Grammy-nominated sound engineer. Okay. Then that's fitting and really cool. <laughs> so I thought it was really cool and really geeky that... I, I've seen this actually done before in books. Like, um, one of my science books from a long time ago actually had a copy of the original um, Mary Had a Little Lamb from that Thomas Edison did. Mm-hmm to do the first phonograph and it was actually in there and they explained how you could do it by hand i thought it was so neat and thinking somebody did this as a wedding invite also neat i was not that gung-ho no lots of cool projects that andy could not do no i could do if i had time and an unlimited budget but i've got one of the two at the moment oh i found out also that um kate would have been pro um klingon at our wedding. Pro Klingon at your... Okay, I'm, I'm lost now. Um, this came up because there's a um, Star Trek Next Generation marathon going on right now, all day, on BBC America. Oh, cool. Literally, it started at 6 in the morning, and it's going till midnight. Okay. So you still have another 11 episodes you could check out. Um, well, people listening except, now. Yeah, this is... <laughs> let's think about that, Andy. Good. You see, I'm not all there up in here. Clearly not. I don't know what it is today. Both of us seem to be a little uh, out of it. I think we've just been staring at... Um, Screens. Yeah, audio surf too long. We've just been here. That's it. GLaDOS is getting in our brains. Oh, God. That song has something hidden in it. It's making us... Our brains Yo, go to mush. How terrible would it be if it actually did have a hidden message? Oh, God. There was another clue to another part of the puzzle that they haven't talked about yet. Um, 
there actually was one of the MP3s that was a cl- that was in one of the hidden levels of the wonderful end of the world that was a clue to another thing. I forgot exactly what it was. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. It's puzzles inside of puzzles. It's Hey man, I heard you like puzzles. <laughs> so I shut up and give me Portal 2. Right. <laughs> that's that's all I somebody would do that joke and just everybody else would be like, "Shut up." <laughs> We just want to figure this out. We want to get Portal 2. We want to... We just want to play Portal. <sighs> All right. So... I want to find out what happens with Cave Johnson. <laughs> and Gordon Freeman, damn it. Well, Cave Johnson, you know, is now working for Farmer's Insurance. Really? It's the it's voiceover guy. It's the same guy who does the Farmer Insurance. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying, like, that. that's kind of cool. I'm wondering who the other um, companion cubes or whatever Wheatley is. Yeah. Because they've been very tight-lipped about who's working on that, so I don't know. So, um, speaking of science and technology, um, we talked about at one point how the Cub Scouts were getting a video game badge. Yes. Well, not badge, because the Cub Scouts don't get badge. No, they get belt loops or... Right. Belt badge. Belt... Things. Things to wrap... It's weird. Yeah. But the Boy Scouts still have merit badges. Well, that would be the whole point of the Boy Scouts, yes. Um, there are now, there's a new one that was released on Tuesday. Monday, sorry, Monday. Monday, just in time for the, just in time to miss the uh, FRC regionals. Mm-hmm. But uh, still before nationals, isn't it? Yeah, regionals yes. was last week. Nationals, nationals is, is, I don't know what nationals are. Is it the 22nd, I think? Mm-hmm. Your but, guess is as good as mine. <laughs> Come on, Dave, you should know these things. Yeah, fuck that! <laughs> I, I was looking at it. You were one win away from um, going to States. Probably. It, well, let me, let me put it this way. If we had won that semifinals game and yeah. gone to the finals... You would have gone to States. Yeah. But, like, no, okay. no, matter, no matter what. Yeah, but the, um, your second match, if you had won one more game, it would have put you up enough points that the way the, the picking worked out, you would have picked your own team, and oh, therefore would right. have gotten in to the oh, finals, God. and so the points we, would have counted. Oh, that's terrible. So you can literally look at two things, if two things would have gone differently. That's terrible. Sorry to make you feel bad. That's all right. But um, the Boy Scouts have a robotics merit badge. Good for the Boy Scouts. So it's 14 hours. They list all of the, um, uh, not achievements, requirements. Achievements, God, I've been... Andy, turn off Steam. (laughs) I can't. For the love of God. I need to let her run so Gladys will be happy and give me Portal. Actually, if you want all the potatoes, you probably should turn off everything. uh, Because I have a feeling that once they release Portal 2, you won't get the special surprise for having all the potatoes anymore. That you'll have to get all of them before it's released. Okay, I am seven potatoes away. Yes, but Andy, every second we record is another second we get closer. You want to put it off as long as you can. Your logic is not working, Dave. Unless you're trying to make me not get all the potatoes, so I freak out at the last minute and then try and go for a potato... All-nighter. <laughs> All-nighter. That would actually be really funny. Oh. <laughs> uh. Ooh, it's Passover this week. Ah, Andy, we could play Portal 2 multiplayer together. Mm, I don't know. Maybe. We're going to have to do it at some point because I'm putting that on the list of things that we are going to review in the future. Yeah. But I mean, like, local area network. 
That means I'd have to bring my laptop. <sighs> oh, because that's going to be such a pain for you is to bring your laptop. I know. We actually won't get a chance on that Tuesday anyways, because I no. assume you guys are driving in Tuesday evening. Yes. And then I've got to be back here at 3 o'clock in the afternoon because there is curling going on on Wednesday. Okay. So we head over. Passover. Woo! Rock on. Sleep. Leave. <laughs> yep. Oh, turkey. Haroset. Fresh horseradish. Mmm. Mmm. Well, I don't know about how fresh. I mean, we, we buy the stuff in the store. But it's still... Unless you're going to bring fresh horseradish. But it, your your mom does something to it, and it's tasty. No, Andy, we, we put it in a little glass no, she, container. She cuts, it, she cuts it with something. No. I swear, she did that last year because it was a different color than the year before. No, it, it you get the red horseradish. It's beet. Oh. Well, now I'm disappointed. I'm sorry I stole the magic from you, but it, it's regular horseradish. <sighs> Unless there's a secret ingredient that I do not know about. And the frets matzah, oh, shamtort. Mm. Oh, God, shamtort. Tasty. And you know what it means, though, that Passover is coming up. What? Sugar-free, not sugar-free, uh, high fructose corn syrup-free Coke. Yeah, I thought it would already be in the stores by now. It should be. I haven't seen any. Look harder. But I know. I need to look for the yellow caps. I know what to look for. <laughs> I didn't. I just, you... <laughs> they're, they're distinguished by yellow caps? Yes. Oh, cool. That's how you can tell if it's the... Uh, Mexican Coke or the regular yeah. Coke. The two liters have yellow caps. The regular two liters have red caps. Okay. Or you I, could just get Pepsi throwback. Yeah, but it's Pepsi, and I don't like the taste of Pepsi. But Mountain it's Dew- the same taste! No, it's... Oh, no, no, it's, it's not. Let me rephrase that. It's close enough. No, it's not. It no, is absolutely no, close. No, it's no. not the same. I'll grant you that there's a difference. Yes, I will agree that there is a difference. It's but a it big is, difference. It is so close enough, it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, you get me... Well, we could do a blind taste test. We'd need to do a double blind. Okay. Kate could help out with this. Mm-hmm. She could do one half the blind. I could put a blindfold on, do the other half. And I could tell you that there is a difference between Pepsi and Coke enough that I could tell you which one is which. All it would do is cost you. We got some styrofoam not, cups here. I'm not arguing whether or not you could tell the difference. I'm saying that there is enough difference that I could do it blindfolded. Right. I'm not arguing against that. The I'm one? just arguing that it, they're both just fine. They both taste like cola. No. Oh, there's different types of cola. Oh, Then you're saying that Coke and RC Cola are the same. For all intents and purposes, yes. But they're not. They're so different, Dave. Oh. Eh. I feel like I'm talking to a Luddite because I'm sitting here with it all is, the, the micro-brewed colas and then the cream sodas. and. Well, but my point beers. I was about to make is it's not nearly the, the same degree of difference as, say, Sprecher's and Virgil's root beer. Wait, you're saying Sprecher's and Virgil's root beer are, are entirely different. And they're more different than Pepsi and Coke? Yes. You, sir, are crazy. Have you had Virgil's root beer? Do you no, remember I was, having Virgil's root beer? I remember having their cherry cola. Virgil's root beer has licorice. Okay. No, that's that's it. I mean, like, that's – there is such a huge difference because of that one change. No. Oh. There's mm. – you know what did change? What did change? Um, Guitar Hero. My yes. respect for – I mean, uh, go on. <laughs> you never had any respect for me. I mean, come on. <laughs> that's true. See, we, we call it like we see it. Right. Anyways, um, come on, let's move. I want to get back to playing Magicka. 
And I have to get back to my potatoes. Magica. I have to tend the potatoes. Well, actually, as soon as Kay comes back, we're actually going to Pinball at the Zoo. Pinball at the Zoo? Yes. It's a um, pinball expo. Zoo, right? Yes. Not actual no, yes, zoo, zoo with animals. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Uh, Kate pointed out at some point she thought somebody had posted on their uh, Facebook page that they're going to the zoo. Mm-hmm. And everybody here just calls Kalamazoo the zoo. Right. Or K-Zoo, but most of the time it's just the zoo. So people were like, oh, we're coming here. No, wait, they're going to an actual zoo. The real uh-huh. zoo. With um, animals. But there's a pinball expo that was going on yesterday, and it's finishing up today. So as soon as Kate gets back... Okay, we'll You're go going there to and have expo. Yes, good four or five hours of playing Just pinball. Don't forget to leave one of the potato games running. <laughs> I'm going to leave Amnesia running until I finish it. You can actually leave multiple running. I thought it only counts one. That's what the know. watcher said. Okay, so I'll take his word on it. Then it only counts one. Yeah. Does it have to be actively playing, or can it just be on the menu? Um, I think you actually have to be in a level. Oh, so I should probably get my audio surf into a level and then yeah. pause it. Does that count? I guess so. I don't know. I mean, I, I suppose I could just find like an hour. Actually, I have an hour-long piece of music. I just put it in the... Um, there's there's a mode that you don't actually play the game, isn't there? Oh. It's up in the top of the screen. It's something about like uh, just like a visual mode or something like that. Does that count? You're playing audio surf. Mm, but you're not in a level at that point. Well, no, but you still pick the song. So it still generates a level. It just does not give you any blocks, I think. I will actually have to play this at some point to figure out. But I'm done with audio surf. I golded that, so I'm moving on. Yep. So anyway, um, Guitar Hero, we claimed it was dead. Cause it was dead. Killed it. Um, uh, along with the Tony Hawk franchise. Well, yesterday, Tony Hawk said that the Tony Hawk skateboarding games are not completely dead. And Activision said that Guitar Hero is not dead. It's merely, quote-unquote, on hiatus. Right. This is their actual quote. Actually, just to clarify, we're just putting Guitar Hero on hiatus. We're not ending it. We're releasing products out of the vault. We'll continue to sustain the channel. The brand won't go away. We're just not making a new one for the next year. That's all. <sighs> I don't know what Guitar Hero would have to do to really bring me back to the series that <laughs> Rock Band hasn't already done. When I think of the music genre, the next thing I would want to do is get the keyboard for Rock Band. I'm thinking Guitar Hero, okay. Ooh. Yeah. So it's... I, you know, de- I declared Guitar Hero dead when Harmonix split from Red Octane. Well, it's not dead yet. Oh, darn. Uh, Audio Surf can't handle a track that's that long. (laughs) I found one of my hour-long mega mixes. It won't play. Uh, Your computer will grind to a halt if you load this. Would you like to load this? No. Yes. Even while I'm recording on the same computer. Oh, God. That would not end well. Yeah. No, no. I would do the audio of your voice slowing down right here, but I don't know. Um, there Anyways. are s- speculations that a Wii HD is going to be announced um, at E3. An HD Wii? Yes. An HD? An HD? An HD? With two eyes. Yeah, with, with two, two eyes. eyes. Maybe it's... Um, oh, ooh, 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 ooh. You put the HD in the middle of the Wii. So you get hoodie. 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 Which, no. 
hey, the Wii's doing great. It's doing fine. But most people now have a high it, definition television, and the Wii yeah, can only output to what four? I think seven twenty. Seven twenty i or something like that. But no, why? No one is going to want another Wii. Eight. You didn't want your first Wii. <laughs> I know I didn't want the first Wii. <laughs> After about four months, you're like, okay, I'm done with this. I, man. What, I, I don't know. Yeah, it can do. The Wii component cable allows your system to connect an HDTV by putting it out in 480p. So, yeah, there's no HD content. I'm thinking, if you're going to put your Wii so it can handle HD content, it's going to get big. We're talking, like, Xbox what, 360 size. What's going to get, like, physically it's going to get big? Yeah, physically it's going to get bigger. I don't think it will. You don't think it will? You don't it, think certainly it will? not that big. No, I, I think it'll be just a little bit bigger. If that. Because how long has it been out, Andy? 2000 and... Is it 2000 and... We came out in, like, 05. Yeah. Right? It beat the others to the market. I was thinking to say 06, but 05 No, it sounds... didn't. Never mind. 360 beat them to the market, didn't it? Yeah, 06. November 19th, 2006. Okay. So, so that was right around the same time as the Xbox 360. No, it was right around the same time as the PS3. Man, I am not... 360 beat them to the market by, like, a year. There was a year of the 360. True. And then the, the Wii and the PS3 and the... came out together. Yeah. And the Wii took off like gangbusters. But it's been out for five years, right? Yes. So five it's... years. Have they improved the internals? No. They have improved... they shrunk the, the case? No. How big do you think a Wii would be now if they went and just made the same thing? Probably not much. Well, you're talking about the size of the Wii is small. It's... Yes, but the only reason it's that big is because it has to take an optical, optical disc. disc. All right, and it still has all the ports for the, uh, game. the GameCube. Yeah. Okay, so maybe they could fit it in the same size. I still think it's going to be bigger, though. I, I think if it's bigger, it will not be noticeably bigger. If you put it side by side, you could tell. So it's kind of funny you think about this. Um, when the Wii came out, it was all about motion control, and then the Xbox and 360 were about hardware. And then the Xbox and the 360... The Xbox and the PS3 changed to motion control. And now the Wii should be coming out with hardware <laughs> two ways of doing it who's on top though well the wii is sold more worldwide than either the 360 or the ps3 mm -hmm. it still doesn't hold a candle to the ds though yeah speaking of which march numbers came out nobody cares like i said you see you have no respect for me <laughs> you make it so easy though <laughs> Um, but the DDDD. All right, how's the DS doing? Hold on, I'm scrolling down. Or is it the 3DS now? Or is it just all kind of a conglomerate DS? Um, Xbox 360, 433,000. 3DS first week sales hit 400,000. So. Almost the, half a million in the first week in the US. Yeah. The 3DS sold about 100,000 units less than the DS did in its launch month, but the DS launched in November, and so everybody was Christmas. Probably, yeah. Hey, look at that. They launched it not in the holiday season, Andy. But the original one did launch in the holiday season, and it sold more. Yes, but Andy. Win my no, point. No, no, My, I'm saying my point. They uh, well, Holiday is, versus not holiday. This is what I want holiday to do, one. Andy. This is what I want to do. So okay. this one launched in April. Yes. Right? Or in March, because these are the March numbers. You want to compare the holiday... I want to compare the first year from March to March... Well, from March to February and November to October. Okay. Because what's going to happen is this holiday 
this November, there's going to be another spike. But if you think about it, the DS, what was in the handheld market when the DS was launched? Nada. Exactly. The 3DS is coming out, and you've got... Well, that's not true. The Game Boy SP was out. Okay. Ooh, Nintendo fighting against itself. Yep. Upgrades! That when the 3DS comes out, you've got all you've got the, the regular Nintendo hardware, you've got the PlayStation handhelds, and you've got all of the Apple and Android phones. Yep, as well, which also counts as PlayStation hardware. So with the new Xperia Play coming out, yeah, whenever that actually comes out, like in two months, I suppose. You sound so upset about this, Andy. What's wrong? It, I don't see the point. Of the Xperia and the NGP coming out at basically... Oh, well, I think that's just a case of Sony left hand not knowing what the right hand's doing. Suppose. So, um, top ten games were Pokemon White and Black, Dragon Age, Call of Duty Black Ops still, Mm -hmm. uh, Lego Star Wars 3, Dragon Age 2, NBA, MLB, Fight Night. So Nintendo, Electronic Arts, and Activision and Lucas, and Take-Two. Yep. It's kind of funny. The sales were actually down um, from the previous year. Really? Mm-hmm. The only thing that was higher up was non-PC hardware, which is the 3DS. Right. So I wonder why everything's down. I don't know. So, what else do we have? Uh, the, the, the Xbox Live might be getting free-to-play games, which it already had one okay. called 1 vs. 100, and it was awesome. Um, so, sometime next year that... The uh, Microsoft will make things, I guess, like Call of Duty and Battlefield Heroes free-to-play. Whoa, that would be weird. On the 360, but you'd have to buy Xbox upgrades. Gold. Yeah. Well, you'd have to get Xbox Gold, and most likely you'd have to pay for bonuses. Mm. Like better guns. Or hats. Or hats, yes. <laughs> or hats. <laughs> what have we learned from Steam? Hats. <laughs> People will do anything for Portal 2, and they love hats. Yes. <laughs> People like hats. Which reminds I, me, uh, I, had, I, I was talking to some people about an idea for an Android game. I need to talk to you about it. Has to do with wearing hats? Yes, but we'll talk about it later, not on the okay. air. Um, speaking of Android games, the Android Amazon App Store has been out. It's and it has a free app a day. Yes. Which is kind of cool. Um, what's not cool is the International Game Developers Association is actually concerned with the Amazon App Store. Why are they concerned with the Amazon App Store? Um, the board lists five problems that could occur. Number one, Amazon lowers the price of your title, but being near the bottom of the list on the App Store means you don't see any meaningful sales. Number two, with a guarantee of Amazon getting the lowest price, developers must either never offer exclusive deals to another distributor or avoid the Amazon App Store altogether. Because Amazon re- reserves the right to control the price of your games, as well as the right to pay you the... Quote unquote, greater of the 70% of the purchase price or 20% of the list price. Hmm. So they're able to handle the price things. Um, another thing, um, if Amazon's terms move forward, other app stores could mirror these terms, creating a hostile market. So everybody could say, well, if you want to put it on our thing, we got to set the price. You have to let us set the price, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, let's see what else. Niche titles could lose out on revenue due to aggressive sales by Amazon. They, the free app a day. Yep. Um, you know what, though? What? Some of the stuff they're concerned about, like the hostile market, if that comes to pass, people will rev- they'll just revert to the default market, or they will sell their apps by themselves. How well does that work? If you're somebody who's just getting into the business, it's, it's, I don't know how easy it would be to sell your stuff by itself. Yeah. 
Or someone will develop another market. And what happens if they use Amazon's aggressive pricing agreement? No, I'm saying someone else will develop a market that doesn't use that. That says, look, just sell it how, for however much you want. But then you have a problem with having multiple markets. We already have multiple markets. I know. You have Google and Amazon. And Verizon and T-Mobile and uh, not Handspring. Handsfree has their own market. It's ridiculous. And it's the one thing that Apple has is they have control. <laughs> a totalitarian control of their. Yeah, because you see how well that's working. Something called Cydia, Andy, you might want to look into it. Uh, I know. Oh, and uh, finally, the hypertext creator. The guy who did links. Yes. Says the World Wide Web is completely wrong. How is it wrong? This, I, I was trying to figure out what he was saying in this, and I'm slightly confused. Okay, here is his quote. They got the World Wide Web completely wrong. It's a strange, distorted, peculiar, and difficult, difficult limited system. The browser is built around invisible links. You can see nothing. You can see something to click on, but you've got nowhere else to go. What? I know. He says the web's all wrong, but I'm reading his quotes, and I think he's got a screw loose. Okay, here we go. My approach would be entirely different from today's documents, where you look at one page at a time and you can see a ribbon or a beam connecting documents together. Having to refer to a paragraph and a sentence in an email is just so barbaric when you could just strike it out and make the, correct, the, make the connection between sentences. What? Exactly. I feel like I should change the title for our link to say, Hypertext Creator Gone Crazy. Yeah. Or <laughs> Senile. I... He's saying that the computers are archaic because they're still made up of files and directories, and that's 1940s technology. And what would he suggest different? Something about being able to strike it out and make the connection between sentences. I don't know. The man's getting old and crazy. Yeah. Ugh. Sad. Okay. 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 He's nuts. You know what's not nuts, though? What is not nuts? Our random review. Peanuts. That's the best I could come up with. My, my answer is better. Peanuts, they are nuts, though. No, they are not. They're not? No. Are they some sort of root vegetable? Peanuts are legumes. They are like peas, thus the pea in peanut. Really? Yes. I did not know that. You are generally either allergic to peanuts or tree nuts. But they are. if you're allergic to one, you are not necessarily allergic to the other. Unless you're allergic to everything, and then yes. that sucks then for that's, you. That's really sad. But no, peanuts are not nuts. How did you not know that? Of all the random trivia, how did you not know that? I'm not a big peanut fan. Well, I, I like honey roasted peanuts, but I've never grown my own. I don't know them from Adam. So anyway, um, should I do my random review? Sure. Okay, the first random review we're going to be doing, the Yay. link is going to be on there, is for Forbidden Island. This is by Z Games? Um, this is by GameRight, actually. GameRight, okay. Yeah, not Z mistake. Games. But you could, you could see how it's similar, because if you've played Pandemic, you've got Forbidden Island in the bag. It's basically... Pandemic light. Yes. If, if you don't want to get people confused about trying to save the world, what about just saving priceless treasures from an island that's sinking into the ocean? So, for some bizarre reason, this yes. island, which has survived up till now with four amazing treasures on it, is starting to flood. Yes. It's not an actual board, so you don't have to worry about... Um, you could play it on the carpet if you want to. There's no dice at all, so you don't have to worry about rolling. It's got a nice metal box. I love that compared to the um, cardboard boxes, which after about five years start to fall apart. But 
The object is to, as a group, collect all the treasures and get off the island before it completely sinks into oblivion. Seems simple enough. I like it. It's the the faster, the more of the island that disappears, though, the faster it cycles through and the faster the island sinks. Yes. It kind of (laughs) sucks. Especially when if you accidentally draw two flood cards in a yep. row. Yep. So you draw have, a case, for what it's think, worth, yeah. I've only lost once. Really? Yes. I don't think I've actually ever lost doing this. Granted, started out playing Pandemic. No, we, we played it on hard, and we lost once because both of the the temples, which is the the globe, there's the Temple of the Sun and Temple of the Moon cards, yeah. uh, they both sank. Ooh. Yeah, I could, that's the only problem with the thing is there are points, the way the decks are shuffled up, that you will not be able to win no matter what you do. Because if you got a couple of, if you get, that, you have to have the helipad spot still available to win the game at the very end. If you get that followed by two flood cards, your, your helipad's going to sink unless mm-hmm. you save it, which I don't think you could. You can. You, you would have to know that you would save it right away. Yes. But it is possible that the, the way the game is set up, you could not win if you tried. That said, I've had that card, the, the Fool's Landing, be the last card in the deck. Oh, that must be really nice. It's but it's a, it's a two to four player game. We played it with two players a couple of times. It's nice. Very low key. Yeah, very low key. And if you want to get your family and friends into Pandemic, but you don't want to start them off... With this giant, complex system. Yeah. It's been simple. It's literally only... The board is only 24 spaces big. Yep. Set up in a big X. I like it. It's fun. A fat cross, I believe, is what it's called. Well, yes, but when I think of fat cross, I think of Civ 3. I'm not sure everybody's played Civ 3, so it's I'm just the saying... It's the same... I... But it's the same thing. Just rotate it. Okay. In fact, your fat cross from Civ 3 is far mo- closer to a... Uh, uh, duh, duh, the X than the board is. Yeah, because the legs aren't as big. Well, true. it's also rotating. <laughs> I suppose. So that is our review. Forbidden Island. You can get it on Amazon. I forgot to check the price ahead of time. I think it's like 18 bucks. If... And you Forbidden can now Island. buy it if, if you're interested, because it is a really cool game. Yep. Uh, the link that Andy should be posting is our affiliate link. To Amazon. RA Podcast is now an Amazon affiliate. You can get it for $14.95. Yay. Shipping. And we get a little bit of that. Help support us. To help pay for our ridiculously high server cost. We should look into that at some point. Okay. We have, like, infinite space, though. (laughs) (laughs) Do we need infinite space? No. Uh, I don't know. Not yet. Okay, so. Okay, our games. Our games. um, We actually had the same game. Puzzle Quest. Yay, Puzzle Which, Quest. Which, I'm guessing Dave played on the DS. And the 360. I played it on the 360. And the PC. I didn't play it on the PC. I have played it on all. Uh, I've actually was a fan of just trying to create new weapons with that. Isn't that Puzzle Quest 2? Oh no, it was Puzzle Quest, right? Yeah, there was. Okay. It was yeah. more complex, but it, it was, was, it was just, games. I would level my guy up to max and be like, okay, let's give him some awesome shit. So I'd spend the next two, three hours just trying to create awesome shit for this guy to use. I thought it was fun. It's always a little weird. You're like, oh, I'm playing a rat uh, in a puzzle game. A little odd, but what's really funny is I never actually played the game before. It was announced as a um, Omegathon game. Oh, yeah. After I saw that, I'm like, oh, this looks fun. And then you lost hours and hours and hours of your life. Yes. Trying to figure out the mysteries of the kingdom and its expansions yeah it came out and i'm like oh this looks fun and i didn't sleep for a night or two it's like oh come on i can beat these rats i can beat this witch 
This elf. <laughs> Goddamn rat. <laughs> Catapults. Take, take, challenging a city to a puzzle game. Mm-hmm. Really, though, Penny Arcade had the best pu- the best comic of it, where it's, you know, this guy like, I will defeat you, and the rat goes, scream, and then they sit down to a game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. Such a good game. Mm-hmm. Too bad the sequels sucked. Yeah. Anyways. The, um... So that was random topic. Yeah. Sorry, I'm in the middle of creating the link for Forbidden Island. Okay. Um, The random topic I rolled ahead of time. Dave actually didn't know what it was. I forgot to tell him. No, I tell you. It's have we ever had a radio show, or have we ever talked about getting our show on the radio? Yes, that was the random topic, and no, we had never talked about it. I've thought about it because I've listened to Geek Speak out of a KUSP and NPR affiliate. But one, we'd have and, to. Uh, well, it's, they they don't do anything we don't do. I mean, it, it's we'd have to do a bit more fact checking than what we do. A little bit more preparation time as opposed to what I do. <laughs> Dave and, has prep time. What? And we couldn't do things like cuss and say, "God damn it!" God damn it, Dave! How come you don't prep? God damn it, Andy! How come you don't? Well, never mind. <laughs> how come I don't what? I don't come on, Dave. Come on. Nope. What? How? How come I don't? What? I, no. Try it. No. Try it. Try and no. think of something that I don't do for this podcast. Code. Damn. I tried coding. It didn't work. I remember yeah, that. I tried, I tried to figure out how to change podcast. how to change the podcast in iTunes from RA Podcast to Random Access Podcast. I thought I knew. I tried it out and it didn't work. Because you did something else. Yeah. That was not in the list of how to change your title on iTunes uh, no. from the help menu. No. Because you were changing the wrong file. <laughs> how am I supposed to know? You had backup files on there. And the- yes, I have backup files. <laughs> things are here. Things are there. I'm- I know. It, it's pretty messy. Maybe this yes. stuff will rewrite it again. <laughs> RA Podcast V3. Rewrite it again. We got it pretty much down. We just need a comment system. Well, that's why I'm saying, like, we'd change the look. We'd, I've got the back end. It's all set. It's just the visual aspect would have to change. Talking about coding, I had just taken the um, HTML code of the link to Forbidden Island, that which has our reference in it. I extracted what we needed, and now I'm creating the topic. Cool. Random review. So I do code. I just don't do it. So why don't you... Often. Okay, sir, if, if you can code... Go ahead and edit the files to add a section where we can put just the random review item and have it link. Go for it, by all means. I don't know CSS and whatever you would be. It, it would be the Rails would be the yeah. key. That's what I said. I don't know Rails. I know HTML enough to be somewhat dangerous. Yep. CSS for designing, eh. But Rails, nope. Not so much. island see that i can do no problem okay i'm more of an idea man i had the idea for putting the links on the front page yes you just have no idea how to go about doing it yes that is my problem that's why i when i'm programming for my phone i go through that's why i'm here the android inventor because i just get to drag and drop blocks yeah that's simple rather than going through the uh System uh, print dot screen. Out dot yeah, system dot out dot print dot screen ln semicolon. You're making my head hurt. <laughs> I think that means it's time to stop. I suppose. Go get your potatoes. <laughs> my one potato left. 
two potato, three potato, four. I've been waiting all podcasts to do that. <laughs> I think we have a title.